Hey guys, welcome back to On the Couch with X Nanny Q. Today I am reading an email that I received. Now, normally these emails I answer on my social media. However, I really want to do a full video because I get this question a lot. And the question is, should I force the child to talk to or see the other parent? I get that question a lot. I get emails with that. I get comments all the time about this. So I wanted to do a video and make sure that I record it for my podcast so parents can understand you are not going through this alone. You're not alone in this. Okay. Hey, I wanted to know if having my kids call their father is sending the wrong message. He texts and calls my phone asking for them, but has our daughter's number. So he could call them anytime. He instead will call me and text me and say, I'm calling for my kids. He doesn't get them regularly. We live in different cities, 30 minutes away, and he's not active unless I ask him. I ask him to be. And he wants something from me. I'm currently in a committed relationship with a man who's a great stepfather. I don't know if I should even waste my time telling them to call their father when this man calls his kids every day, multiple times a day. I feel like that's how their dad should be and it's healthier. I don't want to talk my kids. I do not want to talk my kids out of this. Is it okay? What I see for this man shows me a healthy standard of our future. How should I go by this? Should I allow should I allow him to steady call my phone to talk to the kids? Or should I make sure that he uses their phone number? I'm so hurt right now just for the fact that the man that I'm with is showing me exactly what a father should be to their kids. And my kid's father is showing me why I left him. Please help. So I get this question a lot. And me personally, please do not force anyone to be a parent. Please do not force anyone to be a parent. It is always stepfather, stepmama season. And especially when you have people around you who are showing you that they really want to be in this child's life. They're showing you that they really want to be in your life and they understand it you are a package deal with your child move forward when me and my husband first started dating um it was always so crazy to me that for one i was actually with a man who not only loved me but loved my kids and i couldn't get in my head how a person on the outside can love my kids as if they're his own. However, the person who signed their birth certificate couldn't give them anything, not even two minutes, and they have blood together. And it took me so long to stop trying to figure it out, stop putting so much emotion Stop putting so much of my time and effort into it. I, I stopped. When the kids were old enough to have their own cell phones, there's no reason to call me for nothing. Whatever they want, 
you can call him on a phone. And I got to the point that if he did call, hey, I was called them click. And it got to the point that I had to block him from my phone. So the only way he could talk to them was to call their phone. And then I had to make sure to tell the kids, if he asks you, how your mama, you can just say, okay, baby, you don't have to give him a full detailed description of the activities that I'm doing. It's okay. Because I know they'll be like, you know, he asks her how you doing, what I say, uh, it, will I get in trouble if I tell him this or if, he, if, I, if I say this, he get mad. So I told him, it's okay just to give short answers. You do not have to be pressured into saying something you don't want to. And voice your opinion. I don't feel like I should discuss that with you. And they start saying that. What my mama does, I don't have to discuss that with you. It took a lot, but he finally got it. You have to set boundaries. Anytime you're doing co-parenting, you have to set boundaries. You want to make sure that you are calling at a decent hour. You guys are always in business tone when you're talking. And when I say business tone, I mean, you can say, I hate you. I wish you weren't shit. But you can have a smile on your face as you say it. You know what? You ain't shit. <laughs> But you're still smiling because you don't want those kids to pick up on the negative energy because y'all y'all into it. And a lot of times, the main reason a lot of parents argue and can't co-parent healthy is because one parent doesn't know how to verbally communicate how they feel. And because they don't know how to verbally communicate how they feel, they just feel like, oh, Whatever. If I show you too much emotion and I show you that I love you, you're going to break my heart like everybody else did. And it's a ripple effect. I don't want to be around. Or I don't want to show no emotion because that means that, you know, I'm weak. Or he going to hurt me again like so-and-so hurt me. So it ain't no reason for me to try to make this work. Parents, you have to communicate. You have to be adults. You have to be able to have conversations and allow each other to talk without going back and forth, raising your voice. Get a mediator, but get it out. Write it down. Go old school. Write a letter. No texting. Write a letter. And the reason why I say don't text is because when you text, y'all start using caps and emojis. No. Send a voice note. If you guys cannot communicate over the phone without hanging up, cussing each other out, send voice notes. One of the things that I do when I'm doing coaching for any parent, especially when we're doing co-parenting stuff, as soon as one of those parents start cussing, I hang up. The whole call is ended. So as long as you want to waste your money for this call, we're going to keep taking them. But you're going to learn to express yourself without calling somebody a bitch or hoe or going off or being very extra. You can communicate yourself without calling people out of their names. I don't care about the main fuck it, the damn and the hand. I don't care about all that. But when is that bitch ass? Mm, no, no, no. Love. Hang up. You know, he'll fuck with. No. Let's hang up. Because we should be able to communicate how we feel 
without calling each other out our names. And I just be like, Lord, have mercy. Sometimes I can get it good. Sometimes I can have a great session and we can get everything out on the table. And sometimes I always got that one parent who's just like, I don't feel like I got to explain myself. What are we doing about the child? Okay, then if it's that easy, here's the schedule. Well, you know, because she get mad because, no, you didn't want to express how you feel. So why you want to express now? The first five minutes of every call, I give each person time to get off whatever they got to say. After that, the rest of the time, we're trying to come up with a plan. We're on the same page, on the same page. And sometimes it really hurts my feelings that people are so embedded in their feelings that they don't want to do better for their kids. They want to hold on to that hurt and keep it tucked in real, real tight. So they can be able to say, because he hurt me, uh, she hurt me. That, that's why I act like that. Instead of saying I'm healing from this, it, it, it doesn't hurt as much, but it still kind of hurt. But we do good with co-parenting. Co-parenting is about being on that same page. But if you have one parent who is not on the page at all, ain't open the book, ain't returning calls or text messages, leave it alone. Move on. And when the kids ask, hey, you know what? I ain't talking to my daddy. Oh, text him or call him. But if they don't ask, don't remind them. Don't keep, oh, did you call your daddy today? Did you call your mama today? No. That phone worked both ways. Because if that person ain't calling their child, especially if their child is young, and when I say young, under 21, you should be trying to, Fix their relationship. Call, hey, just checking on you. What's what's going on? What you doing? You don't have to talk to mom. You don't have to talk to dad. If the kids got their own cell phone, allow them to have that communication. You don't have to always be in the middle. What what do you say? What what are you doing? No, leave it alone. Be easy. We have to get to the point where we allow the parent to have their own relationship with the kids and not interfere or micromanage what's going on. If that person don't want to be a part of that child's life, just leave it alone. Move on. Heal, journal, get over it. Because as long as you try to force something, the more it's going to blow up in your face. Please. Think about these kids when you're trying to force relationships. Because a lot of times, the only reason y'all really force these relationships is because y'all worried about what the people on the outside might say. Oh, you know, she ain't with him no more. And then she, you know, she got that other baby by so-and-so. And she, you're so worried about what the people on the outside will say that you suffer in relationships longer. And the only reason I know about it is because I did it. I suffered in a relationship longer because I was so worried that people were going to be like, well, she already got two kids. Don't nobody want her because that's all people were saying. So I figured it must be true. So I guess I got to stay. My gut kept telling me, no, it ain't true. It's something bigger and better out there for you. You do not have to stay in this. But because the people that were around me were telling me on a regular basis 
this was all that I had, that's what I was believing. And it wasn't true. I went from a very bad domestic situation to being in a very healthy, 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 happy relationship. Not only with just myself, but with my spouse. Me and my husband just said the other day, this is probably, we've been married for seven years. And your seven has been amazing. Like we just sit around and laugh and talk all day about everything. We're learning each other again. And it's amazing. So stop settling and staying in bad situations thinking you're doing your child justice. You're not. You're not doing yourself justice and you're definitely not doing your child justice just to stay somewhere to save face. Make sure every step that you're making is a healthy step. We're not trying to just fix stuff. We're actually trying to get to the root of it, to remove it, build it up, and move forward. So if this person is showing you, I really don't feel like I want to be a full-time parent, believe it. Move on. And I'm not saying that it's hard. It's not hard because it is. But it is someone out there that's going to be the puzzle, the piece to the puzzle that you're looking for. And you're going to be like, whoa, this was worth it. I'm living proof of it. I moved on. If you call, you call the kid's phone, not mine. I removed all connection for me. They have cell phones. Y'all main communication is between them unless it's picking somebody up and I scheduled for a month. Pickups were scheduled for the month. If you miss three three pickups in that month, we don't schedule anymore. You make sure everything is written down. Not a, oh, I forgot, Uh uh-uh. Let's do a calendar. And let's make sure that we share the calendar with each other so you will get alerts on the days and the times that you're picking this child up so nobody can forget and you don't overschedule. Oh, we got plans here, so we can't do this. Do that. That's one of the tips that I give my parents. Share a schedule. And with sharing that schedule, you guys have a time and a date of when that child is getting picked up. If you miss three back-to-back pickups, We won't go until the next month. And until you are on a good schedule, that is when we'll go back to it. But I will not constantly keep changing my plans or missing out on things because you are being childish. You have to move on with your life. It didn't work out. It's okay. We're moving on. We're doing what's best for us. We're making sure that we're healthy. We're not holding it in. We're not, I always got to, no. We are getting this out and moving on. You can't go back and change nothing in the past. Let it go. Anyway, you said they got a good stepdad, and everybody keeps saying that. My kids got a good stepmama. My kids got a good stepdad. I'm just trying to, you know, lead communication. If that other parent doesn't want to do anything, move on with your life. 
Don't stop in time because you're trying to save a relationship that doesn't want to be saved. That's something they got to deal with. Don't block it, but don't be the only person doing the communication. Make sure they're doing it too. This is 100-100. That child shouldn't only be trying to reach out to their parent. Their parent should be always trying to reach out to their child. Spend time together, do activities, do things. But if that person misses more than three pickups, events, and they have told the child that they're coming, leave it alone. That is a pattern. And you do not want your child to be used to disappointment, no matter who it is. All right. That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> I didn't even think I was going to go that long. But thank you guys for listening to my podcast and for listening to my YouTube channel. Have a great day. Thank you guys.